Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Message, but before I preach, I would like to say something from my heart. What I will say here is really from my personal experiences. Two, from my observation. Three, from the scripture, what I see in the scriptures. And four, from the prompting and the witness of the Spirit on the inside of me. This is not preaching. I want to share something with you quickly from my heart. From my heart, I want to encourage all of you something that is so important to your life. I have been in this world longer than many of you. I have been a Christian for a long time, and I observed so many things, and I studied the Bible. One thing I would like to encourage all of you is that from the heart of Jesus Christ, He really wants all of us to be committed to Him. Commitment. Jesus has committed His life to us to the point that He died for us. He never deserted us. He really loved us so much to the point of death and sacrifice. Therefore, we should commit our life to Jesus Christ. That's why the Bible compares us to the bride and the groom. The bride and the groom is a lifetime commitment, no divorce, basically. You commit to each other to the last day of your life. Commitment. The Bible compares us as the organs of the body. So each organ of the body commit itself to that body. You don't want to cut your index finger off. You want to keep the index finger with you. Is that right? Commitment. Connected and committed. So the kingdom of God is about commitment. And how do we show commitment to Jesus who is in heaven right now? The way to show commitment to Jesus is to commit our life to a good, biblical, spirit-filled local church. And when you commit to a local church, you commit to Jesus Christ. We have only 24 hours a day. We have limited resources and energy. You cannot divide yourself into many, many places. That's why God wants a man to have only one wife. He never say you have five wives. That is in trouble. So you commit to only one woman, one family, and you can focus and you can pour your life into that family to build a good family. The same thing, you should commit yourself to a good local church. Now, the Bible say, I don't read the Bible, but you know the Bible say in the book of Psalm, we are like a tree planted by the rivers of God. Is that right? And that tree that planted by the rivers of God will produce leaf and fruit and flower in season and out of season. So the picture is about rooting, commitment. And when a believer jumps from church to church, that believer will not be fruitful. The only to be fruitful is to root yourself. You commit. There is no perfect church in the world. There's no perfect church. There's no perfect pastor in the world. We all are not Jesus. We all have some flaws 
and some mistake. But that's okay. Sometimes God allows flaws and mistakes to happen so that we can learn to forgive. We learn how to commit even in the midst of disappointments. God, look at your character more than anything else, more than even your hate knowledge. So commit, root yourself like a tree planted by the rivers of water. What does it mean? Planted means commitment. Rivers of water mean the church that has the water in the Bible is the word, the water of the word that cleanses the church to be without blemish and without stain. So the church must preach the word of God. Not only that, the church that have water, the water also represents the flowing of the Spirit of God. The church that allows the Holy Spirit to move will really help members not to be carnal. You know, you look last night or yesterday morning, you saw people laugh and drunk in the Spirit. You may think that this is crazy, but actually, think about this. This is carnality. Respect me, I'm a pastor. This is carnality, pride, hallelujah. (laughs) But when you laugh, you cry, you're on the floor. God is killing your carnality of pride, of self-glory, of your own ability. And say, every one of you are babies and kids, and you're going to laugh together. (laughs) So actually, the move of God, revival is to kill carnality in the church. The pride, the self-glory, the dignity, all this thing, the tradition and religion. We want the church to be spiritual, not to be carnal. So please commit yourself to a good local church. Not only that, the reason I try my best to help all the churches to have good pastor, spirit-filled pastor, and I want to live my life, Pastor Dan, I live our life in a very high standard. And God bless us financially. God bless us spiritually. God bless our children. Because I believe in we call spiritual covering. The Bible talk in the book of Psalm chapter 133. Maybe I don't have time to preach here because I keep talking. The Bible talks about Psalm 133. If you read the scripture carefully, you see that the Bible says, when brother and sister live together in harmony, God going to pour the oil on the head of Aaron, on the garment of Aaron, and down to the whole body of Aaron. What does it mean here? What is the spiritual symbolism here? It means this way. When we are together and we love each other in unity, we have commitment, we sign a covenant to each other. If the pastor is godly, full of blessing, full of anointing, full of oil full of favor. That's why I try to live my life that way because I want everyone under me to receive every good thing because I am like Aaron. God poured oil, the blessing. The Bible says the blessing will follow you forevermore when you are living together in unity. So I want the blessing to flow through me as the Aaron of the church and flow into everybody under me. That's why all the members in New Hope International Church are well-to-do, rich, prosperous, healthy, good family, no divorce in my church. Everyone love one another. The kids are growing in a godly way. No pornography, no gambling in the church because we want the blessing to flow down from 
the head of the church, Jesus Christ, into the pastor and all into the membership. That's why you need to commit. When you commit there, you receive that blessing flowing down under the spiritual covering, or another word we call divine connection or favor connection. When you connect yourself to a man or a woman who has the favor from God, a lot of favor, you will receive the same favor. That is how God works in the kingdom of God. Not only that, the reason you need to commit, now I'm going to go to the next generation. You commit, you love your pastor, you talk good about your church, you always support, serve, and be positive toward your church. What happens? Your children look at you and they will see, wow, the church is so good. The church is good. When I grow up to 18 years old, 20 years old, 25 years old, I'm not going to leave the church. I'm going to stay here because this is my family. And my pastor is good because my mom and my dad always talk good about my pastor. Always talk good about my brother and sister and my uncle and auntie and my friend in the church. So we always speak positive about the church to, in front of our kids. And our children will not backslide. They will stay. But if we criticize the pastor, criticize the church, criticize here and there, the kids going to start to think, hmm, somewhere else is better. Hmm, the church is bad. So when I grow up, I'm going to go into the world system because the church is bad. And this is my observation of these 40 years. Every parent in New Hope International Church that has positive mindset, positive talking about me and Pastor Da, always support, always love, always serve and talk good about the church in front of their kids. All of their kids grow up now serving the Lord, like Alex, like Megan, and um, Joseph. These are three examples because their parents are very committed. And their kids now rise up to the next level now. They serve the Lord. But in my observation, But in my observation, all the parents that are very critical, judgmental, talk bad about the church, or some, be- some people even left the church now. I look at their life. All of their children now gone out of the kingdom. They don't want to have anything to do with Jesus anymore. They don't have salvation. And I'm sorry, they may not make it to heaven unless one day, by the grace of God, they repent and come back to Jesus Christ again. This is why I see why the New Testament, the apostle wrote so much about local church. Paul, Peter, John, James talk about local church, talk about love the church, live together in the church, serve the Lord together. It's about local churches in the New Testament after the full gospel. So I want to really share this heart of God towards you. That make decision to love the church. Amen. Commit yourself to a good local church and be positive. Pray for one another. I let you know, I make a lot of mistakes in my pastoral work. But thank God for the committed member like Piperat, Brenda, Mary Jo, Neil, Tai Yong, Pastor Kenny, Guak, and Charles, and Jane, and Jasmine who always pray for me and Pastor Da. They always come to me personally and corrected me and say, Pastor Lau, I think you should go this way. 
and I pray about it. They did not spread rumor or gossip about me. They directly came to me and talked to me and Pastor Da, and I appreciate that. And I pray about it. I change. I adjust according to what is the best for the kingdom and for the sheep of God. I really thankful for their life that they are helping me because. Every pastor makes a mistake. We are human beings. Instead of judging and running away, you should go and talk directly, and you should love and pray. I remember when I started the church, New Hope International Church was so so dry, very dry, D R Y, dry. <laughs> and we have maybe about 40 members. Everyone dry. And one of our American members, her name is Mary Jo. She noticed that our church was dry, and she went to other revival meeting in America and came back. And she saw this guy is dry. <laughs> What did she do? She prayed for me for a few years, and because of her prayer, I got into revival. I got into the fire of God, and after that, the church was changed because somebody named Mary Jo. Pray for the pastor for many years instead of leaving the church and condemning me, judging me, and just say bye bye to me. But she was used by God to intercede for her pastor. God answered her prayer that her pastor got into the fire of God, into revival, and into the move of God. You see, this is church life. We pray for each other. We believe that God gonna answer our prayer. Please be committed. Please be in the right place with the right leadership. The head, I tell you, if you around this, I give you example in Seattle. When I moved to Seattle, 1985, a pastor of very big church, mega church, about 3,000 members, started to commit adultery and start to have some kind of spiritual dance, changing husband and wife to dance in the church. Within two years, 50% of the Church commit adultery because the same spirit or pastor flow into the whole congregation. This is why I talk about holiness. This is why I'm so serious about being a man of holiness, and a man of blessing, a man who really don't want to sin against God. Because you know why? It's not fair to you. If I'm a pastor and I'm goofy around, you're gonna get hurt. It's not fair at all. I need to be godly. Holy, righteous, have the fear of God, and live the life of the blessing from God, the favor from God flow into me, so that you can get it too, so that the same thing will flow into you. Is it clear? So it's a big responsibility of the leadership to live a godly life, a holy life. But the members, your responsibility is to find a church that the pastor is anointed, right on with the Bible, live a holy life. And really mean the business with God. This is not just a social club, because your future is determined by what congregation you are in. Who are you associated with? This is not a social club. This is the body, the house of God. Amen. Is it clear? Will you practice what I say to you? Hallelujah! I'm gonna preach short message here about the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Let me read from the book of Ephesians one more time, chapter one verse seventeen. I want to touch something here. Ephesians chapter one verse seventeen. Keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the glorious Father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you may know Him better. My brothers and sisters, this is the prayer of Paul. Paul did not pray for his member to win the lottery. He did not pray for the members to really be famous in the Hollywood. No, he prayed that my members will receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We're not talking about hate knowledge here. We're talking about lights, L-I-G-H-T-S. The first book of John say that God gives you lights. Lights is something that you turn the switch on. Yes, I get it. Like that. I get this. And the person who gives that revelation and lights for your daily life from the scripture and from the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. We all need lights. We need to have clear understanding. The lights of God. The wisdom from God. This is why the church should welcome the touch, the movement, the flow of the Spirit to keep moving in your life so that you can have supernatural wisdom from God. If you study the Old Testament and New Testament carefully, you will find out that everybody who was filled with the Holy Spirit and yielded to the Holy Spirit have a lot of wisdom. Look at one man. This man is my hero. His name is Joseph. Not Joseph, Sai only, but another Joseph in the Bible. Genesis chapter 41, verses 38 to 39. So Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man, Joseph? Wow. If you go to work in the workplace and your boss say, wow, can you find any man like this? Name Alex. One in whom is the Spirit of God. People can see the Spirit of God in you. Then Pharaoh, Pharaoh was not a believer. Pharaoh worshipped idols, but he saw the Spirit of Almighty God in Joseph. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, revelation, lights, understanding, wisdom, there is no one so discerning and wise as you, I want to add at the end, in my kingdom. Joseph was the wisest man in the kingdom of Egypt. Why? Because the Bible kept saying in the book of Genesis, when he went into Potiphar's house, he was so successful. He took care of the whole house very well. So to the point of Potiphar can sit on the couch and watch Filipino drama all day long and eat the popcorn all day. He didn't need to do anything. The whole house was taken care by Joseph. Joseph was so wise. And the Bible said, if you read the Bible carefully, because the Lord was with him. Wow, this is the very important terminology, important sentence. The Lord is with you. The Holy Spirit fill you and you are so wise you are so full of revelation you are so full of knowledge of god amen? amen everywhere you go you should be that kind of man and woman the lord is with me when people see your face when people talk to you who 
Wow, the Lord is with him. The Holy Spirit anoints him or her. So that's what happened to Joseph. Joseph became the prime minister, the second in command of Egypt, not because he is good looking, not because he had good education, not because he's tall and handsome with a big nose. No. No, I say like this because as Thai people, as uh, Asian people, we like to have a big nose like American. That's why the plastic surgeon in a Korean makes so much money from Thai people. Thai people flew to Korea to have the plastic nose. <laughs> If you look at all the Thai movie stars, they all have big nose because they have plastic surgery on their nose. Amen. <laughs> Praise God, my brothers and sisters. We want the wisdom from God, Amen. and the wisdom from God will lead us to honor and success. Therefore, we need to really get to know the Holy Spirit. We really need to have hunger for the Holy Spirit to touch us, to fill us. We need to learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit. Whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do, we yield to Him. We don't fight with Him. We need to really walk with the Spirit and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Look at another man in the Bible who had the wisdom from the Holy Spirit. That man named Daniel. Daniel. Became a captive in Babylon. Look at Daniel chapter four, verses eight to nine. Finally, Daniel came into my presence, and I told him the dream. This is the word from the king. He is called Belteshazzar, after the name of my God, and the spirit of the holy God is in him. I said, Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians. I know that the spirit of the holy God is in you, and no mystery is too difficult for you. Here is my dream; interpret it for me. Verse 18. This is the dream that I, King Nebuchadnezzar, had now. Belteshazzar, tell me what it means, for none of the wise men in my kingdom can interpret it for me, but you can. Because the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Wow! So that is the first king, King Nebuchadnezzar. Look at Daniel, and Daniel has a wisdom and revelation from God. He was able to interpret the dream of the king. That is one kingdom. Look at the second kingdom, the king named Belshazzar. The second kingdom. That is Nebuchadnezzar. Now Daniel chapter five verses eleven to twelve. There is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. In the time of your father Nebuchadnezzar, he was found to have insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. How many people want to have the insight, the understanding, and the wisdom, supernatural wisdom from God? King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, I say, appointed him chief of the magicians. Enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. This man, Daniel. This man, Alex. This man, Lemur. This man, R.J. Who else? This man, Damon. This man, Pete. This man, Daniel, in Arizona. Daniel over there. I'm sorry, I found the wrong one. Daniel. This man, Caleb. This man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
You put the mask on. <laughs> Whom the king called Belteshazzar, difficult word for me, was found to have a keen mind and knowledge and understanding, and also the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel, and he will tell you what the writing means. Wow! I want to be like Daniel. I want to be like Joseph. I like to be like Joshua. I like to be like Jesus Christ. Daniel chapter five verse fourteen say, "I have heard that the spirit of the God is in you, and that you have insight, intelligence, and outstanding wisdom." This is a reason why I love to. Worship and bring the presence of God. A while ago, when we were worshiping God, and the presence of God came down here, I don't know about you. I felt the presence of God. Oh, I tell you, I used my spiritual straw. Ooh, I, I just draw the wisdom. I draw the power. I draw the grace. I want to draw from heaven when God's spirit. The glory of the Lord shows up, because I know He brings good thing to me. I'm not just standing there and worship, like this. No, 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 no. I keep drinking, keep drinking the new wine. Amen. If I did not have to preach, I don't have responsibility, so I just got drunk there. Because I keep drinking the new wine. I want the good things. I want the insight and intelligence of God and wisdom of God to flow into me. Then I can have the words of wisdom. Do you know words of wisdom mean? The word of wisdom means suddenly God gives you some understanding supernaturally in the situation that you can resolve the problem for other people or for yourself. We need the words of wisdom from the Holy Spirit. The words of wisdom is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We all should have words of wisdom. When you talk to your kids, you look at their eyes instead of yelling, "Ha! You bad! Why don't you understand this?" No, 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 no. Calm down. Hook up to the Holy Spirit. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Word of wisdom, and you say only two sentences. Pam, pam, pam. There. Open the eyes and yes, Daddy. Yeah. Because you spoke the word of wisdom to them under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You are not yelling at them by the flesh. Yeah. You are not trying to use your own ability to correct them, but you depend on the wisdom of God. Yeah. One person in the world who have unlimited wisdom, his name is Jesus Christ. Isaiah 11 verse 2. It's a prophecy regarding Jesus Christ. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, Jesus. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. Isaiah 50 verse 4. The sovereign Lord has given me an instructed tongue. Me mean Jesus. Jesus has an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being taught. One prophet came to my church. This is what he said. He is a prophet. He went to heaven about 50 times. He met Jesus 50 times in heaven. He told me that he believed that this is the way Jesus walked. I don't know is true or not. I just listened to him. He said that when Jesus was walking on earth, half of his vision, like this is our vision, we see things. Half of his vision. He see the world. He see you or this person named 
Brenda and talk to Jason. But half of his vision, he saw heaven, and he received the message from the heavenly Father through the Holy Spirit all the time. Everything he say came from the Spirit of God, who brought the word of wisdom and word of knowledge to him from the Father. Twenty-four seven, Jesus was walking in the wisdom of God and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Should we walk that way? We should walk that way. 24-7, the Holy Spirit lead us. Heaven, heaven, tell me. This is the world here. What should I do here from heaven? In the world. Everyone raise your hand like this. Heaven? The world? <laughs> I'm going to read a few more scriptures and finish. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. And the child, mean Jesus Christ, grew and became strong. He was filled with nice mustache, nice beautiful hair, very nice eyelash like a movie star. No, he was filled with wisdom. Should we live that way? Should we grow up filled with wisdom? Amen? Amen. I thank God I married a woman with a lot of wisdom. Her name is Dararat. Love her presence. She is a woman with wisdom. She helped me a lot. So if you're going to marry, make sure you pray for your spouse to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you, you both can support each other with wisdom from God. You help each other. Amen. And the grace of God was upon him. I like to change the name. And the child named Daniel and Caleb grew and became strong. And Daniel and Caleb is filled with wisdom. And the grace of God is upon him. Wow. That should be the prayer of the parents for your children. Amen? That your kids grow up with wisdom. Luke chapter 2, 46 to 47. I will read this one the last and then I will just say something quickly before I pray. After three days, they found him in the temple, him in Jesus, in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. Jesus, when he was only eight years old, he went to the temple with his parents and he answered all these Bible teachers, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all these teachers in the temple. And everyone like, wow, this eight-year-old boy, he's so wise. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord is on him. Because the grace of God is on him. All the young people in this room, you need the Spirit of God. If you want to be successful in your life, the first, foremost, important things in your life is the Spirit of God and the Word of God. You need to be diligent 
in reading the Bible and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Even though you may finish PhD, but you can be a dumb PhD. And you can fail. One time I was riding in uh, San Diego and the person in San Diego said, look at those homeless people. And the person told me, some of them were PhD. And they're on the street right now. They are homeless because they are dumb. They make wrong decisions and they got into the street and no home. My brother and sister, the important answer to your life is the Lord. And the Lord is a spirit. And the spirit will help you to run your life. Amen? With the wisdom, understanding, and insight. We need the spirit of God. Because of the limited time, I want to say something quickly here. I will close in prayer. Let me read this one one more time. In James chapter 3, verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. It's pure. No hidden agenda. No cunning or wrong or sinful agenda. It's pure. Then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. I want to emphasize the word mercy quickly here and then I'm going to be done. This is a story in the Bible, another Joseph. The first Joseph is in the book of Genesis. The second Joseph is in the book of the folk gospel, the fiancé of Mary. One day, this Joseph find out that his fiancé Mary got pregnant. Who? We haven't got married. We haven't lived together. You got pregnant? Okay. By mercy and by love and loyalty, I will cancel the marriage quietly and let you go without losing your reputation. I let you go. He canceled the marriage. He did not want to burn her reputation because in the eyes of man, this lady named Mary might have slept with a man. That's why she get pregnant. But that night, after he made the decision to cancel the wedding, an angel show up in his dream and say, take her, this boy, this fetus, this child in your womb is the son of God. And he is the savior of the world. Right away, Joseph turned around and said, okay, Mary, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. I will take you in. I will marry you. Even though that child is not my child, I will take care of him. This story teaches about wisdom. Joseph was a man of wisdom. And one thing about the character of wisdom is about mercy and loyalty. Brother and sister, when you walk in the wisdom of God, you show mercy to people. What does it mean, mercy? Mercy means you allow people to make mistakes. It's okay. Don't dump people out of your life because they make one mistake. Don't cancel their blessing because they make one mistake. You always give people the second chance, the third chance. This is how I run my church, the way I pastor my members. When I see my member make mistake, I just pray. I don't even condemn. I don't even go and like this. I just 
praise mine. Okay, you make mistake. I give you the second chance, the third chance, the fourth chance. I'm gonna show mercy to you because I want to walk in wisdom. I don't want to destroy our relationship by being rash, rude, and judgmental. Being merciful, like Joseph, in the four gospel. Amen. Listen to God how to handle this situation. Don't go by the flesh, or you make mistake. Okay, I get you out of this ministry right now. Get out of here. That hurt people. Everybody makes mistake. So please give people the chance. Please choose mercy. If God is merciful to you, can you show mercy to people? Please show mercy to people. Amen. Amen. Wisdom of God is full of mercy and purity. And love. Amen. Amen. How many people say, from now on, I'm going to walk with the Spirit? How many people say, from now on, I need the wisdom from God? Amen. Please, from today on, number one, in conclusion, always see the importance of the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life. Two, be hungry to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Three, Walk a life of yielding to the Holy Spirit. Four, honor and respect the Holy Spirit who is with you 24-7. Five, recognize His presence in your life. Six, always consult with Him before you make any decision, before you say any words, you, before you make any facial expression. Sometimes when you get mad, this is, I don't know, other country, but Thai way. When you get mad, <laughs> I know it happened in Pakistan or not. <laughs> I, I notice that American people don't do this. I don't think Vietnamese do it. <laughs> Before you make that eyes, that kind of eye movement, before you make facial expression, stop. Connect to the Holy Spirit and let Him give you wisdom. What number now? Seven? Seven? Respond to the Holy Spirit. Whatever He say, He's going to give you wisdom how to make your facial expression, how you make your eyes contact, how you talk, how to move, let us walk in the wisdom of the Holy Spirit all the days of our life. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I make mistakes too. But I learn and I'm developing the life of being led and helped by the Holy Spirit. That I want to connect to the Holy Spirit more. I need to push my flesh down Flesh, 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 crucify the flesh. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. And let <laughs> and the Holy Spirit come up more. <laughs> Everyone make your hand this way. What does it mean? Crucified. Crucify your flesh. <laughs> Everyone make your hand this way. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. <laughs>
<laughs> Those who don't do it, what do you mean? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us how to walk with the Spirit, how to yield to the Holy Spirit. Lord, build up the new generation of believers in America here, Lord. Whatever racial group they come from, nationality, whatever country they come from, Lord, in America, we're going to see revival. We're going to see the move of God. The young and the old people will learn how to walk with the Spirit, fill with the Spirit, and we will be the people of wisdom. We're going to see a lot of Joshua, Daniel, a lot of Lord Joseph in this generation, in the workplace, in the school, in the classroom, everywhere, Lord. We're going to have a lot of these people, Lord, who are filled with the Holy Spirit and walk in the wisdom of God. We thank you so much, Lord. This morning, touch your people, fill your people with the wisdom, with the spirit of wisdom, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
Let it. 